The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Monday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We come to you live from the Lee Company studio here on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee in the WKOM studios. It is a beautiful, beautiful Monday outside if you're Oscar the Grouch. That's about it. He'd be the only person who would like that. Oh, wouldn't it the groundhog if it's the right day? Supposed yeah, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outside of that, <laughs> so frustrating to be in this this weather. I'm I'm tired of it. Um, oh, in the world. That, oh, <laughs> Coach Mike's phone over here making all kind of noise. Welcome in to you folks on Facebook Live. We are um, less than. Perfect this morning on Facebook Live. If you guys can hear us and everything sounds good, let us know. I uh, just want to make sure that the audio sounds good for you this morning. If it doesn't, then uh, we may just have to dip out of Facebook Live and have you join us on uh, on FrontPortRadioTN.com or check out the podcast later. Um, unfortunately, I... Picked up the wrong backpack this morning. I picked up the diaper bag instead of the the other backpack. So uh, I don't have. Does audio sound good there? Seems to. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, we've got four people watching, and none of them has said it's bad. So that'll work. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. That's the only shot you're going to get today. You don't get to see me in most face. You get to see Coach Mike a little bit today. Uh, you don't get to see the West 7th cam, but you can see all of our cool stuff behind Coach Mike, so that's kind of nice. Uh, Jennifer McDonald Kennedy gives us a thumbs up. Mike Sanders says audio is fine. Video is clear. Video is clear. Sorry about that. So yeah. you, are, you are actually having <laughs> Sorry we have to punish you like that. But. Uh, that's unfortunate for you guys. Yeah. That's unfortunate. But it is what it is. We're going to make it through this Monday. We've got tons of high school sports uh, that are going to be taking place today and over the rest of this week. And as we get closer and closer to spring fling. Thanks for reminding me. Mo, Mo told me this morning, it was it yesterday, I guess he was like, man, I don't remember like everything happening so fast in the past. And I think part of it is, we are literally covering something every day. 
Um, I I really think also that it's having not done it last year. And that too. You know, I didn't realize that it would be that that much of a difference. I just felt like it just we just fall back into it, but that has not been the case. It feels like we're running around. Oh, crazy. You just you just confirmed what every coach in the world's been telling their players is that you know, you get out of state. It takes you one week to lose six weeks of work and, and stuff like that. You know, we lost a whole year of stuff and imagine no telling. Well, it's and, like, and it's just us sitting here talking. Uh, imagine. You know, you know, well, it ain't physical performance. Yeah. Well, I understand. Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase that a little bit. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're out. sorry, I sorry mean, about understating that a little bit. <laughs> I appreciate your being sorry because I, I was thinking about it this morning. Um, so I'm probably going to two ball games this evening. The second one that starts at seven. I left Franklin at seven forty-five. I mean, it's it'll be every bit of ten yeah. o'clock when I, I get say, home, and I'll still have two games to write. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing is. <laughs> yeah, the fifteen, fifteen, sixteen hour days are, and, are, and in, again, are here. <laughs> and again, that's not complaining because I know y'all don't care how the sausage is made. You just want to eat it. You know, it's just acknowledging everybody ain't built for this. And uh, clearly, there are a lot of people who just don't even try. And there's that. There is that. Anyway, we got a lot to get to in this show. We got Chip Walters, of course, coming up at the top of the 10 o'clock hour. Braves, Preds, clinch playoff spot. We'll talk about uh, a Hmm. Henry Toto going to uh, Tuscaloosa. And, yeah. Hmm. Ooh, that hurts. That really hurts. We're going to get to a lot. It ain't bad enough that he's leaving. Yeah. I mean, you could have went to Oklahoma. Seemed to be the thing to do, but whatever. Um, anyway, I guess if I mean if you're trying to go to the NFL draft, Tuscaloosa is a place to go. So whatever, especially if you're a linebacker, ain't no doubt. Um, we'll talk more about that in the second hour. Uh, we've got, of course, high school. We're gonna we're gonna be able to kind of give you a better idea of what's going on uh, after. We finally have some brackets in hand, and we know what's what's what. Of course, it's a pretty high bar. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It's. We feel like we can help you a little bit if you are looking for some information on the on who and where. I think that's the most important thing. But um, one thing that did happen over the weekend that we need to acknowledge, actually, a couple of things that were certainly on the um the discouraging end. It's during the eight AAA baseball tournament. Uh, umpire Gerald Tidwell collapsed and eventually passed away uh, during in the middle of the game. And it's not the first time we've seen something like this happen. I mean, it's happened in the major leagues, but it's it's certainly an unfortunate situation. And our thoughts are with the family of of Gerald Tidwell and. Uh, with a triple a family who i'm certain certain you know is, is not that's a, that's a tough thing to see that's unsettling it's got to be i mean I've, I've been fortunate i guess that i've never actually been on the scene for something like that but you know for for the participants for the fans that's got to be rattling to say the least 
And um, like you said, our thoughts go out to the family of Gerald Tidwell, longtime umpire, longtime educator um, over in Warren County. And they suspended the remainder of the Coffee County Shelpable game on Saturday after that event and um, picked that back up yesterday, followed by Columbia Central and Tullahoma. And no, no, no. Columbia Central Tullahoma got pushed to today because of yesterday's weather. So um, just a, a tough weekend all around over at Shelbyville for, for this District A AAA tournament. Also, um want to pass our thoughts along to Winston Neal, the men's basketball coach out of Columbia State. His mother, Sally, passed away down in the Atlanta area after having battled cancer for quite some time. So... Um, Thinking about him and his family here as they endure that. So, yeah. Um, again, our thoughts and, and prayers with with those two families, no doubt. Uh, speaking of Columbia State, getting into some sports news uh, as far as coaching goes, a couple of of big hires over the weekend that have Charger ties. Hey, yeah, um, Troy Bond. At TSU White Tiger on Twitter, uh, after six seasons over at Oakland, has been named the boys' basketball coach at Brentwood. Mm. He replaces um, Greg Shirley there, who stepped down a couple of weeks ago. And I, I kudos to Kevin Cadell, the principal at Brentwood High School. No doubt, he does not waste time. No, well, we need a coach. Let me call somebody. Let's go get a coach. And boom, done. And now, to his credit, Brentwood High School is in a position where they can probably move a little bit more quickly than a lot of folks just because the history of that athletic program puts them in one of those positions where they probably have a lot of interest. There are other factors there are other factors, but we're not going to get into those. <laughs> I mean, the fact is that they're able they're able to pay a little bit more because they've got booster programs that help out in certain ways. And I know you're not supposed to pay coaches via booster programs, but tell me that there's not booster programs out there. You know, that's one of those things that unless I know what's going on, I'm not going to speak to it. If you want to, I'm just, go ahead. I'm just saying <laughs> I, I that. Don't, I don't know what they're doing financially, but I do know that the athletic program pretty well sells itself. It does. It does. And, I mean, Williamson County is Williamson County. I mean, well, every, a there's lot also of, a more money, more problems type thing that goes with Williamson County as well. A so. lot of people want to be here. They may not know. They may not want to stay here after they get here. But they want to. They want to be there. Yeah, like I said, more money, more problems. It. It's it's not easy. It's not. And as a, and and that's why again, kudos to guys like Ron Crawford that have stuck it out or have left and come back. Uh, yeah, I mean, as evidenced by sometimes how quickly some folks leave, leave. You know, yeah, whatever. Another. Um, like we said, Troy played basketball at Columbia Central, uh, at Columbia State. I'm sorry. Lebanon High School graduate, played at Columbia State, finished up his career at Tennessee State, thus the handle. But um, 
Shane Young, who spent some time recently as an assistant at Columbia State, has returned to the area as girls basketball coach at Siegel after going 41 and 29 in three years over at Osceola High School in Arkansas. He replaces Sean Middleton over at Siegel. Middleton's going to focus on softball, apparently. So, um, the Lady Stars have their new coach. Meanwhile, what do we have? Four basketball coaching openings in Murray County? Two at one school. Two at one school. Yeah. Columbia Central. Columbia Central girls, girls. Kalioka girls, Mount Pleasant boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So, if you're looking for a coaching spot, we got one. Or four. We got four. <laughs> Not only do we have one, we have four. Yeah, take your pick. <laughs> oh, Good man. seats still available. <laughs> no doubt. Um, all right, so – that is we did fill a coaching position last week though and in the next next segment we do have we're, him on. we're going to speak with said filler <laughs> jeff jordan the new football coach at zion christian will be with us here um in the next segment so stay tuned for that awesome awesome well before we get out of this first break I think it's time to give you the Monday Rundown. This is the Rundown. The Monday Rundown is brought to you by our friends at Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org. If you want to schedule a tour today, just check them out, zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731. That's 931-388-5731. Zion Christian Academy, sponsor of the Monday Rundown. In Friday baseball action in in District 8 AAA, we believe, I think this was winner's bracket play. Lawrence County defeated Coffee County 7-5 and Lincoln County edged Tullahoma 6-5 in the opening round of the 11 AAA tournament on Friday. Brentwood 10, Dixon County 1, Independence blanks Summit 5-0, Franklin blanks Spring Hill 11-0. It was Page shocking top seed regular season champion Ravenwood that 7-2. That Page, trip to Lawrenceburg really helped them out. Well, they played three games in three days because <laughs> they played at Lawrenceburg. Then they defeated Centennial yep. in the play-in game like I to said. get to Ravenwood and deal them a 7-2 loss. In 12-AA tournament action, it was Marshall County 4, Murfreesboro Central 1. Giles County edged Marshall County 9-8, and Nolansville defeated Community 6-1. In uh, District 10A, first round action, Cullioka defeated Hampshire 7-6. to It was Santa Fe 6, Mount Pleasant 5 for their first win over the Tigers this year. And Richland 10-run uh, Cullioka 11-1. In 12A winner's bracket play, it was Loretto 4, Wayne County 2, Summertown 13, Perry County 1. And in Division 2A, middle region tournament action, Grace Christian defeated Davidson Academy 9-2. It was Clarksville Academy 2, Middle Tennessee Christian 1. And Columbia Academy in nine innings defeated Donaldson Christian 9-6. Also, also, CPA defeated Good Pasture 3-0 in the D2A tournament. In softball action on Friday, it was um, Coffee County Blanken Shelbyville 10-0 in the District 8 AAA tourney. Lawrence County 5, Lincoln County 4. In 11 AAA regular season play, Spring Hill defeated Ravenwood 11 nothing. 
in 12 AA regular season play. It was Forest 10, Giles County nothing. Nolansville 10, Marshall County 2. Tournament action from District 10A. Mount Pleasant defeated Cullioka 9-3 in the only game that was completed there. In 12A tournament action, Summertown blanked Collinwood 14-0. And in, Divi- in Division 2A middle region tourney play, Zion Christian season came to an end with a 5-4 loss at Good Pasture. Mm, tough one, too. Boys soccer action, Forrest defeated Fayetteville 8-1 in 11 AA quarterfinal action. It was page 9, Giles County nothing in 11A semifinal. It was Loretta 1, Scotts Hill 0. Saturday baseball action, this is all tournament play. In District 8A, Eagleville... <laughs> Eagleville defeated Moore County 21-10. In a football game. Yeah, yeah. In the um, 10A winner's bracket, it was Santa Fe 9, Richland 8 in 12 innings. In loser's bracket play, Mount Pleasant ousted Hampshire 8-1. In 11 AAA, the winner's bracket, Independence defeated Franklin 8-1. It was Franklin 13, page 3. In the loser's bracket, it was Spring Hill with a 2-0 win over Ravenwood, knocking the host uh, Raptors out. Also, Dixon County defeated Summit 5-1, knocking the Spartans out. The only difference is Ravenwood will still advance to the region as the number two seed by virtue of their regular season championship. That is correct. In 12 AA winner's bracket action, Marshall County 2, Forest 1. In loser's bracket action in that district. It was Forest 5, Murfreesboro Central 2. In a D2A Middle Region Tournament, Columbia Academy edged Grace Christian 4-3. It was CPA 10, Clarksville Academy 1. And in the loser's bracket of that tournament, it was Davidson Academy 11, DCA 5, and Middle Tennessee Christian 5, Good Pasture 0. In regular season 11 AAA softball action, Page edged Spring Hill 3-2. In Sunday baseball, in the 8 AAA tournament, Coffee County defeated Shelbyville 9-6. And moving on to today's schedule in the Division 2A Middle Region Tournament, it is Grace Christian versus Davidson Academy. That game will be at 4-30 at Columbia Academy. The winner of that will take on the host Bulldogs at 7 p.m. In District 10A tournament play, it's Mount Pleasant taking on Cullioka at 5 o'clock. That's at Richland. And then the winner of that will take on Richland in the Losers Bracket Finals. At 7 at Ish. seven ish, yeah, and then, and then uh, finally in twelve A tournament play, Perry County takes on Wayne County at five at Summertown, and Loretto is at Summertown at seven. In the District Eight AAA tournament, Columbia Central will play today at four o'clock at Shelbyville against Tullahoma. That's a losers bracket contest. At six o'clock in the winners bracket, Lincoln County will play at Lawrence County. That's smart. Yeah, because it keeps them on schedule. Because at 6.30 tonight at Shelbyville, the Columbia Central Tullahoma winner will play Coffee County. Also in District 11 AAA tournament action, Spring Hill will play at – I'm sorry. Spring Hill will play Brentwood at 4.30 at Ravenwood. Uh, no, that is at Brentwood. I'm sorry. This is baseball. You're right. I'm sorry. Sorry. Spring Hill-Brentwood got me. <laughs> In District 11 AAA baseball tournament action, Spring Hill will play Brentwood at 430 at Ravenwood. 
followed by Dixon County at Page at 7 at Ravenwood. I was reading softball because that's what I've got to read now. D2 <laughs> In D2A Middle Region Softball Tournament, <laughs> Friendship Christian takes on Good Pasture. We don't know what time that is, but the winner will take on CA for the championship in that. No, uh, not yet. Oh, they'll take the, on the MTCS. winner will play MTCS. When are they going to play the championship in this thing? Tomorrow. Jeez. Bet. No doubt. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Weather permitting. Yeah. <laughs> in ten a in ten a tournament action at Santa Fe and Cullioca at Mount Pleasant, and then Richland at Mount Pleasant at six o'clock. That first one's at four thirty. In District twelve a tournament action at five o'clock at Perry County and Wayne County takes on Collinwood, and Loretto will take on Summertown. It's being in that hosting the tournament that you're not in. Wow. In District 8 AAA tournament action, Franklin County will play Shelbyville at 5 o'clock at Lincoln County, followed by the Lady Lions of Columbia Central playing the host Lady Falcons at 7. In District 11 AAA tournament action, Independence will play Centennial at 5 o'clock at Dixon County. At 5.30, Franklin will play at Page, Ravenwood will play at Summit, and Spring Hill will play at Brentwood. Those are all 5.30 starts at the higher seats. At 7 o'clock, that independent centennial winner will play top seed Dixon County at the Lady Cougars. Also, um, junior college baseball action, and I don't have yesterday's results, but it began with... um, a four-team tournament at Volunteer State. Motlow State and Dyersburg State played yesterday. Columbia State and Walter State played yesterday. Those losers will play at one today at Vol State, followed by the winners at four. And finally, that is your Monday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, brought to you by Zion Christian Academy. All right, we're about to talk to Jeff Jordan on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline from Zion Christian Football Coach. So uh, let's get to that ASAP. On Not Southern, a moment too soon. Yeah. On Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company Studios. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. school sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today 
Welcome back in to the Monday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. We come to you live from the League Company Studio right here on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. Happy to have you with us this morning and on Facebook Live. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone's everyone. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, just watch TV and go to church. That's all you do. That's all you do. Um, <laughs> we are happy to tell you that this segment is brought to you by our friend Jason Egley, your local farmer's agent. And you know what's cool about Jason Egley, don't you? He's a discount man for our local educators. If you are in education and you are looking for insurance, there's no better place to go than Jason Egley Farmers Insurance because he's going to hook you up with a little discount. Give him a call. His number is 615-250-2723. That's 615-250-2723. Now, we appreciate Jason and all he's done for us. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, let's move on as we have a special guest with us today on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. We have Zion Christian football coach, Jeff Jordan. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming on with us, Coach, and welcome to Columbia and Murray County as the new coach of the Eagles. Congratulations. Um. And and I guess we talked about this for the article that we have up on the website, sm-tnsports.com. But for those who maybe have not seen that, what was it that, you know, intrigued you about this situation when you look at it, Zion coming off back-to-back four-win seasons, which are high watermarks for that program for the last little bit. Um, but as we talked, numbers are a little bit of a challenge with that program at this point, you know, what, what is it that you saw through the interview process and that kind of thing that made you feel like this was where you wanted to launch your head coaching career? I think it was the opportunity to come in to an or to a program and, and be able to build from the ground up. Um, they, they've got a decent foundation with their last couple of seasons and, and have a couple of great kids on, on the roster while numbers are low, I, I look at that as an opportunity to to expand and and build and grow within the community of Columbia, Spring Hill, Mount Pleasant, all the surrounding areas. Yeah, I mean, when you really think about you know the the number situation is has always been an issue at Zion Christian, yet it always seemed like they were right there in ball games up until depth really became an issue throughout the last couple of seasons, especially, I mean, when you think about last year and, and you know, taking Fayetteville deep into the second half, who eventually went on to win a class, a state championship, you know, this is not a program that lacks in talent and the ability to, to maximize that and maybe, uh, I guess leverage that into more numbers is something that you feel like you could be, you could do. 
Definitely. I, I definitely think that's an opportunity. Um, we all know second half is when your your depth kicks in. So with those kinds of numbers, we'll, we'll just have to be smart and, and make sure that we have something to give in the second half. And we'll we'll work out in the summer and condition in the summer with that in mind to, to build a stronger team, a stronger second half team. Uh, like you said, they were in a lot of games up until halftime. So that, that's our that's going to be our goal is is to build a team that can sustain four full quarters of football. Coach, do you, you know, coming from a, a small Christian school myself, I, I understand the challenges that you will face because I, I mean, I was one of those kids that had to play both ways sometimes, and it and it's tough. How do you? I guess make those kids understand that, you know, it's, it's important for the success of the team for them to be able to do that without overworking them or making them feel like they're being overworked. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's definitely hard to do. Um, We will focus on being simple on both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not going to, we're not going to come in with this complicated offense that is going to take months and months to learn and then expect them to turn around and, and be able to learn an entirely new defense. We will, we will, as a staff, work to be as simple as we possibly can to make sure that these guys are successful. And, and Coach, as, as Chris and Coach Mike and I were discussing this situation during Friday's show, you know, your numbers – won't be a whole lot less than some of the folks that you're playing, but just the mechanics of, you know, getting folks a blow and that kind of thing. And while not necessarily weakening yourself, I guess it comes back to depth, like you said, but just when to get somebody out, when to make sure somebody's on the field, different things like that. And I would think a lot of that, is just going to be once you get on the field on Friday night. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to take some learning, um, and we'll have to we'll have to learn our kids in the summertime as well. Uh, currently working on finding some opportunities for competition for us, whether it be seven on seven or scrimmages. Um, we don't have any of those lined up right now, so I'm, I'm currently working on that. So we as a staff will work to identify these things and, and be able to tell, Hey, I need, I need to get this guy out before a couple plays. What, you know, let, let's push that. So, and being able to be prepared for that and have kids that are able to step in and step up during those times. I think, and, and I don't want to spend much more time on the numbers aspect, but the only way to grow that coach is to build a foundation at a young level I'm talking before middle school with a, you know some sort of youth program, whether it be flag or contact, and then a middle school program and feeding them into high school. It's it's vitally important for people to want to play football at Zion Christian for you to have a solid program going forward. Am I am I wrong or is that kind of accurate there? That that is, that is accurate. Uh, we are working towards that uh, currently, and we'll have some camps this summer for for our youth for some youth in our area that we'll be announcing soon um but yes you're correct we we've got to start working at that at at every level 
whether it's the elementary school ages, middle school ages. Um, my, my path into coaching was unique. I, I started with youth and I, I started coaching with the Franklin Cowboys a long, you know, 12 years ago. So I definitely know the importance of the youth program and the importance of the middle school program that feeds into your high school. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with New Zion Christian football coach Jeff Jordan. And, Coach, um, you said that your path into coaching was unique. Um, 2003-page graduate. Um, you work with the Franklin Cowboys. You spent a couple of years with the middle school program at Franklin Road Academy. Um, spent a year at your alma mater. Three years over at Ravenwood, where numbers were not a problem, and the <laughs> the last season at Ensworth. One, what prompted your move from Ravenwood to Ensworth? And two, you know, what do you feel like you take from, you know, a Charles Rathbone, from a Bill Whittemore, from a Matt Daniels, from a Rock Batten that you can implement in your own program? Well, leaving Ravenwood was a was a tough decision on my part. Um, I, I loved the kids and loved the relationships that I was able to build in my three years there. I was looking to get on a, a more college-like staff, um, and, and Innsworth had that to offer. So that, you know, when, when I talked with Coach Batten and, and came, came upon that opportunity, I, I jumped on it as quick as I could. Uh, as far as learning from those guys, Coach Batten is, is very organized, his his program is very college like, and their workout programs, their everything that that he has, he's planned and organized down to the minute. And I, I can definitely take that from there, um, and, and be able to implement that at Zion. Just being organized that way, the kids can can have the structure that they need to succeed. Uh, Coach Daniels, you know, definitely learned culture from him. He he came into Ravenwood. After a three-year period of three new head coaches, um, and was able to build a, an exciting culture around the program, which which helped to grow the numbers even more than was already there. You know, when he when he was there, Nolensville had just opened, so the numbers dipped a little bit, dipped to their standards. You know, down to eighty instead of a hundred. Um, so, just being able to build a, a, a culture around the program that will excite the kids and, and make kids want to be able to come. You know, I, I try my best to, to be able to learn something from everybody, whoever I'm around, whether it's coaches, teachers, administrators, players, and and take that and, and pass it on to the kids that I'm able to coach. So that's definitely important to me, and I, I hope I'm able to do that with Zion. As as we look through this article on sm-tnsports.com here, you know, athletics director Derek Boyd mentioned that you know, this isn't really a one-year deal for for Zion. I, I imagine that you have a a desire to build this program over the next few years, much like Matt Daniels at at Ravenwood to build that culture. So, I mean, we feel like this is not a one-year deal for you either, right? Correct. This is not. This isn't a stepping stone, one year thing for me. I'm, I'm looking to build something five, six, seven years down the road that the community of Zion, around Zion, and Columbia can be proud of. That's what we like to hear, Coach. We appreciate you uh, coming on with us this morning and talking with us a little bit about uh, Zion Christian and the program that you are inheriting and 
taking over down there. We we feel like you uh, will have much success, and we wish you the best. And, again, thanks for coming on with us and, and talking with us a little bit this morning. All right. I, I appreciate you having us on and, and putting the spotlight on Zion. I, I look forward to talking to you guys in the future and, and putting some something exciting that you guys can talk about on your radio show. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. We look forward to it, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That is Jeff Jordan, brand-new head football coach over at Zion Christian Academy. Coach Jordan, at Coach Jordan 85. At Coach Jordan 85 on Twitter. On Twitter who began following me about a month ago. And yeah, it's been I didn't, a minute. I didn't, I didn't really think a whole lot about it, and I probably should have. Now, now we know. <laughs> we, we, will, we will pay better attention to our Twitter followers from now. In particular, our new ones. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a, a few of the things that happened over the weekend in baseball and softball action. Uh, so as much as we can get in in the next few minutes. So stick around on a Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back from the Lee Company Studio. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 12 minutes to the top of the hour here, and we are coming to you live from the Lee Company Studio on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Men Tennessee Bone & Joint. Welcome in to our friends on Facebook Live. How you doing? Howdy, howdy. And, of course, on WKOM 1017. And if you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate that as well. All right, so over the weekend... Tons of action. Tons. Um, so let's kind of get through it as quickly as we can. In baseball action, Summit, who was at not less than a month ago, was tied for the number one seed in 11 AAA, is now out. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I think we expected that 11 AAA baseball tournament to be crazy. Crazy. I don't we know that wrong. we I don't know that we expected both the number 1 and the number 2 seeds to go to and barbecue. Yeah, uh that was that was that was wild. Uh and Independence who came into the the tournament as the what 6th Six. seed is sitting pretty uh near in the what the semifinals. They're in the winners bracket winners semifinals, semifinals against Franklin. Um that game will be played tomorrow at 7 up at Ravenwood. Yeah. Um That is crazy. It, it, I, District tournaments are wild, man. It is. I mean, especially in baseball where, you know. Only May matters. And and momentum is your next day starting pitcher, basically. And to that end, 
Congratulations to the Spring Hill Raiders because after falling in their opener to Franklin eleven nothing, got a doozy out of Dawson Hargrove. Which, that kid's fantastic. Which is nothing that we don't expect at this point in a um in a two one elimination game victory over Brim, over um Ravenwood. Was it? Yeah. Oh, man. So. Um, speaking of crazy and games we did not expect, Santa Fe defeats both Mount Pleasant and Richland, who they came in one and three against on the season collectively. Right. And now they sit in the district finals. They're going to the regions. No matter what. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Yeah, they defeated... And they don't mind playing them close, apparently, because yeah. they defeated Mount Pleasant 6-5 on Friday and defeated Richland 9-8 and 12 on Saturday. So I'm glad they didn't have a problem. <laughs> oh, man. And how about this? Now, District 2, Division 2, Middle Region Tournament is, is nuts, okay? This is the, the – I don't know which is more nuts, the baseball or the softball. I I got to say the baseball because the two fourteen pods is just that that's not cool. Um, I, I want to do. I wanna, give me a double elimination tournament. Don't 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 well, give me it, all this. Craziness. It is a double elimination tournament. No, just, but no, that's it's not. <laughs> it is, but it's not. It's, I, I think to be. I think it's modified double elim is what they call it. It's a lot similar to the um the college world series. Well, everything is double elim. It's just that you don't you don't play anybody from your from the other pod until the championship. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to me, but whatever. Hey, that, <laughs> who are we and what do we know? Yeah, uh, Good Pasture, who came in as the one seed out of District 4, did, gone. did not score a run in the tournament. <laughs> Blanked twice. Blanked 3 nothing by CPA, and I don't know what the Middle Tennessee Christian score was. 5. 5 nothing. Five five nil five nil, uh, and And that's tough because Middle Tennessee Christian, who won the District 3 tournament got beat in game one by the four seed now to be fair good pasture graduated either friday night or saturday night i'm not sure which but so i would imagine deuces? <laughs> i would i would imagine that's got to be one heck of a distraction yeah yeah it, it, prom and, and graduation is certainly a distraction you've got uh, but clarksville academy the four seed takes down middle tennessee christian on friday and it takes everything Columbia Academy has in nine innings, literally, to get to to, to advance against Donaldson Christian. Mason Raffoff with two shutout innings at the at the back end of that one to get the win to get the victory. Yeah, big win. I mean, that just it, we knew that. District tournaments were going to be crazy because the parity this year in a lot of our districts outside of maybe 12A, <laughs> we didn't know really what was going to happen. Yeah. 12A is pretty well decided. We pretty well know what's going to happen in 12A, both baseball and softball. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, everything else just is just up in the air. And it's wild, which is awesome. I love that. I yeah. love that we, that we have no idea going into this tournament who's going to come out into regions. I mean, going back to this D2A middle region, you've got the number three seed, Columbia Academy, 
sitting there waiting on Grace Christian and Davidson. In the winner's bracket finals. mm -hmm. And in the other half, CPA was the four seed, and they are in the winner's bracket finals. Go figure. So... (laughs) And it, it kind of speaks well for District Three, I guess. That that well, MTC, MTCS is still up. Mm-hmm. CPA, is CPACA, still up. and Grace. Great, all four teams are still in it. Of the six who are left, four of the six left. Yeah, are all just that just shows you how how tough District Three really is. And and Richie Eastep had told us six weeks ago. You know, this top four teams is as good as anybody in the state, and he ain't wrong. The, and they're going to get a chance to prove it, I think, or at least a couple of them are. So, um, again, Davidson Academy and Grace Christian play at 430 <laughs> at Columbia Academy today. The winner plays the Bulldogs at about 7. Um, in the other 14 pod, it'll be Clarksville Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian, I presume, at 430 at CPA with the winner taking on the host Lions at seven. So, hmm. Fun stuff. It's crazy, man. It really is. Meanwhile, in softball, in D2A softball, heartbreaking. The, 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 well, the tournament that won't end. <laughs> this is the tournament that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> As it goes on and on. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Good Pasture defeats Zion and and heartbreaking go through that seventh inning heartbreaking fashion zion christian scores two runs in the top of the seventh they have the bases loaded with claire with two outs and claire boyd up two outs and claire boyd up boyd hits a fly ball to left field that is it's trouble i mean if you're watching it you're going oh that's trouble that's trouble with two outs everybody's moving next thing and, and Girl from Good Pasture reaches down and just shoestring catches it, snow cone in the glove to win the game. And that at that point, Ashley Coble had been throwing darts and had shut out Good Pasture over the last, I think, two innings. And going into the bottom of the seventh, probably would have had some momentum and some excitement coming off of you know them taking the lead. Mm-hmm. So. That's a tough way to end it against the number one seed from District 4, Good Pasture, uh, and the Alabama commit. Ashley Barnhart? Is that mm-hmm. her name? Okay. So. So. so and now, held, her to, held her and the Lipscomb commit. I'm not sure who the other one is. Ashley held them to one for three, two walks, and I think one RBI between the two of them. Wow. So now Friendship and Good Pasture will play. To see today, who plays yep. to see who plays Middle Tennessee Christian tomorrow in the losers bracket final. To see who plays. <laughs> now, much similar to the baseball setup, Middle Tennessee Christian, and I know they've got to be hot. But they're gonna Middle Tennessee Christian will play the friendship good pasture winner tomorrow at CA, with the winner then turning around and playing CA. But all four of those teams will advance to the state tournament. Correct. So there's that. Uh, Spring Hill defeated Ravenwood on Friday, lost to Page on Saturday. That Page Spring Hill game was actually for the f- four five seed. I believe so. Cause I or believe. four six. It was Spring Hill had the ability to be the four seed. Um, and, and fell to the six with the loss to Page. With the loss to Page, three two. Uh, so that was tough. But that 11 nothing win over Ravenwood. 
Um, Ravenwood with eight errors. They walked how many? Seven. Yeah, it was. Spring Hill had four hits in that win. <laughs> it scored 11 runs on four hits. On four That's, hits. We've seen worse. We've seen worse. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but softball is going to get. It's going to get started today. Yeah. That District 11 AAA tournament is going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be one to watch. So keep an eye out on that. Uh, we've got 10A softball as well today, which they haven't been able to play either because of rain. Mm-hmm. It's just been wild. So district, time of year. district tournaments are going to get jumbled here soon because these. Well, they got to get them over with. Yep, they got to get them over with, and rain is not helping them right now. The yeah. weather is is certainly not being. A, uh, it has been a huge factor. All right, that's going to do it for hour number one. When we come back, we will talk to Chip Walters on the Barks Motor Sales Hotline about MTSU. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We'll be right back in the Lee Company Studio. 